So I I know like culturally there's this whole kind of like I don't know that it's bragging, but it borderlines on bragging. And it's this whole like bravado around hustling. Almost like really great employees, really people that are really great at their job, what they do is they just like hustle harder than everybody else. Like that is the path to win. Matter of fact, I just pulled up, uh, let's see, there are 1 million posts on the hashtag hustle harder. Not just hustle, but do it harder. Like 28.9 million on hashtag hustle. I think this is like a cultural phenomenon that has happened where rather than saying like, no, there's got to be another path. It's like the path we're laying out for being successful in work is there's one path, hustle. Just do it better and harder than anybody else. Do y'all like, do you see that in your feeds or kind of like the circles you run in? Yeah, I think there's, you know, you always see somebody with a post that has an actual post or an art piece in the background that says hustle hard or hustle harder. And we've even talked about this before is there's there might be moments or sprints of just moments where you just got to get stuff done that would be interpreted as a hustle. But there has to be some balance to the rest of your life. Like it can't be 24 seven hustle. Otherwise, you will just go down in flames and there will be no mm-hmm. more of you. So um, just putting together, you know, the balance of what our life can look like as we are whole people, like everything can't just be about work or career. There's other things that make you up as a person, other domains. Um, So I think it's just all about figuring out what balance looks like or what a right rhythm looks like in our lives that kind of gets us outside of that only option being to hustle. I'm sorry, I've got nothing. going to roll the theme right there. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a coach, aspire to be a coach, or want to use your influence to help other people achieve the double win, then you have to listen up. We're hosting a brand new, completely free webinar called Land More Coaching Clients, Transform Lives, and Stand Out in a Crowded Market. Five Impactful Lessons from a Seven-Figure Coach. The title says it all. Come join Michael Hyatt and Marissa to learn how to help others succeed. You've already gotten incredible feedback on the impact of this content. And if you know and love the Full Focus Planner, then you're already a step ahead. To register, go to fullfocus.co slash lessons. That's fullfocus.co slash lessons. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Happy Monday to you both. I think it's really funny that we're talking about this topic right now. Can y'all hear the baby crying in the background? Barely, barely. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, but it feels like the right day to be talking about a balanced life while I have a sick <laughs> kiddo at home. <laughs> the topic is why we should seek or three reasons to seek a balanced life. I'm wondering, could we define what balance is for a second? Or is that mm. something we're going to get into? 
So one of the things. Why don't we get into it by defining it? Hey, there we go. (laughs) Defining balance. Because we were talking about this before we hit record. A lot of people in our community are just overwhelmed by the sheer amount of stuff they have to do. And Courtney, what you were saying earlier about hustling, the default answer is really just to hustle your way through it or to push harder. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, the, the pushing harder is is really just one third of, of a potential answer, isn't it? It's We, we talk at mm-hmm. Full Focus about execution, but we talk about it as one third of the whole part of achievement. Yeah. Before execution, you need vision, you need alignment. And what we're talking about with balanced life is really that vision and alignment part of it beyond just kind of the the hustling or the execution part of things. Yeah. I I have a lot of phone calls with people, you know, primarily their their leaders or executives who are interested in our coaching, but they won't disagree with me that balance is a good thing, for instance, but it's the pursuit of balance, like in their mind means everything is at a 10 all the time and that's just way too much. And so I'm curious, how would you two define, when we say a balanced life, what does that even mean Mm -hmm. to you? That's a great, that's a really great question. I mean, I think for me, probably the first thing off the top of my head is that I'm able to be present at the right times. So like when I am in my role for my job, that I'm able to be fully present in that role. And then when it's time to be present with my family, in relationships, in hobbies, in things outside of my work, that I'm able to be fully present in those moments too. And I think for me in my life, when when I start not being able to be present in either of those, that's when it feels, you know, I know that I'm not in a very good place. Um, it becomes really hard. I start to feel like I'm failing across the board in, in all aspects. And so I think for me, that's probably the key is being present. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, same thing what Courtney said, that just being able, being able to have the freedom and the ability to tend to the other areas of life, <clears throat> or as we talk about the other domains of life. When you're off balance, I feel like there's times where you've, you've just kind of accepted off balance as being the normal, which is how we get stuck in a hustle, harder mentality. And even though that you know you're off balance, you've done it for so long, you've figured out how to function underneath that off balancedness. Mm-hmm. Almost like when you have a toothache and you've had it for a while and the resolution is just go to the dentist, see what's going on and remedy the situation, but you've learned to just chew on the other side of your mouth and not bother the aching tooth, even though that you know it's present. Um, so I think that, you know, we've kind of gotten accustomed to being off balance that it's almost like, well, I've gotten this far doing this. I can manage a little bit, maybe manage a little bit longer when that may not be the case necessarily. So finding where balance is uh, or the right rhythm for a life becomes even more important because again, Nobody knows where the the end of hustle is. So, okay, interesting. I was just curious what what we would say to that about what how are we defining balance? And I think we can mm-hmm. unearth some more nuance there as we mm-hmm. get into these points of you know reasons why to seek a balanced life. I, I think 
The biggest disclaimer, I think, for me is that balance doesn't mean equality distribution of yes. time, energy, yeah. or resources mm-hmm. 100% in a uniform timeline, right? Right. Like, don't try to crack the code on balance on a given day and then just live that grid 365 days. That's not really what it means. And people, I think, sometimes get intimidated or they start goal setting. You know, they take our course best year ever. The hardest thing is to limit the number of goals because they're like, oh, well, I want a hobby and I want, you know, my marriage to improve and I want uh, to make a million more dollars. And I and I also um, want like all these different goals and balance mm-hmm. is somehow doing them all all at once super well. Yeah. And I think I I love your answers because they really aren't about what's on your plate or even in what quantities. It's more about your mental, emotional states and mm-hmm. your ability to take pride in the different facets of your life, mm-hmm. you know, in any slice of time. So anyway, not to go too scuba too fast, but I think that's important before we dig into, you know, why should you seek a balanced life is like, let's first, you know, identify what that even is. So mm-hmm. thanks for indulging. All right, so number one is just recognizing that your life is multifaceted. Your life is more than work. It's more than just your home life and your family. What makes you up as a human being is multidimensional. And we often talk about this in the realm of the 10 primary life domains, which is intellectual, emotional, physical, spiritual, marital, parental, social, financial, vocational, and avocational. What you're doing at this this point is realizing that all these different domains make up who you are as a person. And as we talk about what it's where we often get into a a non-balanced life is normally when we're neglecting either one or a few of these areas for a, a, a period of time. But missing out on that one area also produces unhealthy outcomes in the long run. As we talked about, nobody really knows when hustle ends. You you can only do it for so long before you start to break down, not only in the one specific area that you were hustling in, but you'll start to notice the deficit and everything else if you're not already aware of what's going on around Mm -hmm. you in your relationships, um, in your your emotional health or your, your physical health. It often shows up in those areas in a big way also. It's really interesting. I feel like recently it might've been on the podcast that we had somebody that was sharing, like, I just feel so overwhelmed. I think if I could just spend a Saturday to just like frantically try to get as much done as possible, then I would be good. And and it's like, no, that's like a, that's like a trap, you know, like mm-hmm. you do that one Saturday and then it's like, that becomes your answer to the problem. Um, and so then you just got to keep doing that. You got to keep layering on these occasional Saturdays that's not an answer, you know, that, so I think that's like laying out front, you know, of, of looking at your life as multifaceted and figuring out, okay, how there has to be a different way because all of these areas, I think everybody listening would agree are all important. And, and certainly like Blake said, these are not all going to be like 10, like I've arrived. Actually, you're never going to arrive period on any of these. I don't, I think, I don't, like, has Bill Gates arrived on intellectual? I don't know. You know, he probably would say, no, I'm still gaining there. So I, I think just the awareness of these different life domains and how they really are playing into you, your life 
is just important out of the get-go because I think so many times we just think about work and then a lot of times either like our just most important relationships and everything outside of that kind of falls away for a lot of people. This, I, I mean, I think our first reason and second reason are really closely connected. And I want to build off of what you just said, Courtney, and introduce the second reason to seek a balanced life. Because A, or I should say number one, there's a lot of facets to life. Like sometimes you just mm-hmm. have to wake up to that. But number mm-hmm. two, all of life's domains are important and they're interconnected. We just listed through all these different life domains but I am continually surprised in my own life just how connected these are. And I'll give you an example. The one, if, if I've had to like hit my head against the wall to kind of know that it hurts enough is I will feel like I'm really struggling uh, in a given area, maybe in work, maybe in finances, maybe, um, you know, in a key relationship in my life or something like that. And almost without fail, it will feel inconvenient in those times of like crunch time moments to go out and just do something fun with a friend or get, you know, have a coffee with one of my buddies. And even though we may not even talk about the problem happening in the other area of my life, I almost always leave in a better mood with a more clear head. I'm more in touch with what's actually important and the way is made clear in this other area. I, I get an idea or I just, it really illuminates how much of my life is controlled by my emotional and my mental state or my the, how much clarity I have or not. And so in that way, all these life domains are so, so valuable it may seem disconnected, or at least for me, it, it never feels like it has to be a priority to hang out with friends per se. Mm-hmm. And I'm naturally an introvert. So it's easy to sort of go through a whole week, multiple weeks. Oh, I've, you know, I've got to take care of my kid. I've got to work, you know, and I got to rest, you know, da, da, da. but it, it's wild. If I spend more time <laughs> doing that, having fun, even there is this symbiotic relationship where that really feeds these other areas. Do you guys experience verbs, this as well? Verbs, now we know why he's been texting us more right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's finally come around. Wait, did you get a text? I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm joking. But um, along with what Blake just said, it's like you, you experience atrophy when you feel like you're, again, you're deficient in one domain. But the converse is also true. Once you kind of um, focus on one domain to where you feel like you are successful in or that you feel like you're getting life out of it, whether it's a, a a key relationship, as Blake mentioned, those begin to feed life to other domains or lights begin to go off as far as what is also possible mm-hmm. in, you know, domains outside of the one where you're feeling like you're, you're not winning or you're feeling weak or you're feeling that atrophy starting to set in. But it's, again, it's recognizing, okay, I just need to go ahead and do this, spend some, spend some time, get some attention to that relationship and taking that step actually helps you fire energy and and, and gets those muscles going um, in those other domains as well. So I think that's that's important to remember. It's just taking whatever that one step is into that domain and giving that some attention. When I'm having conversations with leaders or, or business owners, they'll usually be able to tell me their accomplishments at work. 
And then they go, oh, but I'm really, you know, I know I need to, you know, be spending more time doing X, Y, or Z or my health or my family or whatever. These are their life domains. And they feel like they're not good at it or that their work just dominates their life so much. But when I ask them, oh, well, what goals have you set in those other domains recently? They look at me cross-eyed like, oh, no, goal setting's for work, right? But goal setting is, is more than just for work. It's, it's a tool. And if you've never set a spiritual goal or a parental goal or, you know, a, a social or just a hobby goal, there's something available for you because the goal becomes this tool to clarify a path for you to do some work in a domain that hasn't been tended to. And it's pretty cool to watch how that affects the rest of your life. So if you've never done that, that would be a practical thing you could do uh, after this episode is to just think, hey, when's the last time I set a goal that wasn't work-related? How can you leverage that? You know, in our full focus planner, there's that section where you can kind of tick off what life domain something's a part of. Mm-hmm. You know, part of that is just to have the visibility of like, hey, man, when's the last time I set a goal in this area? I wonder what would happen and at work, for instance, if I set this goal that was outside yeah. of work. You can also, uh, I love using our life score assessment. Um, You can find that at fullfocus.co slash life score. And it really, I I do it every year as part of my goal setting process. But I I think it's, it's really just helping bring awareness to some of those areas that maybe you haven't focused on before or, you know, you kind of brings, sheds light on an area that needs some focus. Um, so that's a great, a great place to look as well. If you're a coach, aspire to be a coach, or want to use your influence to help other people achieve the double win, then you have to listen up. We're hosting a brand new, completely free webinar called Land More Coaching Clients, Transform Lives, and Stand Out in a Crowded Market. Five impactful lessons from a seven-figure coach. The title says it all. Come join Michael Hyatt and Marissa to learn how to help others succeed. You've already gotten incredible feedback on the impact of this content. And if you know and love the Full Focus Planner, then you're already a step ahead. To register, go to fullfocus.co slash lessons. That's fullfocus.co slash lessons. So the third reason is you can get the double win. This is really, I mean, we we talk about this a lot. This is really what we're all about. Um, the idea of winning at work and succeeding at life. You know, I think so many times we look at people in, especially in the business world, that we deem culturally as successful. You know, I think of um, the Elon Musk of the world, um, you know, these people that, kind of really the verbs boyers of the world the verbs of the world you know clearly um you know that we look and we're like oh wow that looks like success you know they're making all this money they're having you know a lot of impact um but when we look you know and, and we see how they do that they do it by you know sleeping four hours a day and just all they do is is work and we kind of label that as success and may even look to emulate it. 
And, and I think we, as a, as a company, have put a stake in the ground to say, like, that's actually not the definition of success. That is actually what we would call failure. When you have set aside all these other life domains, you've sacrificed the majority of like what we would say makes up life to just win in one single life domain. And what we're trying to really set you all up for is frameworks and systems that help you win at both, both work and life. I mean, I think that's why, you know, I love the planner so much is because I could certainly look at this planner and just think of it as a planner that helps me win at work, but it's not, you know, it really is a system to help me win at work and succeed at life. And again, we talked about this at the beginning, but it wholeheartedly rejects the hustle fallacy, like just trying to churn through your to-do list and check off all the things is not the answer. That's not the system that's going to get that type of result. But if you're in the camp of like, yeah, I do want the double win, that's why we developed a system to help you have a framework to achieve that. So anyways, just kind of as an encouragement to be a healthy, successful person, you know, it can't be just all about work, you know, and, and, and I get it like that. Our culture has kind of set that up as the measure for success. And so it's easy to fall in, but you know, like if you're, you're with us in the double win, like join us and even sharing that in your company is like, Hey, I think there is another version of this. You know, Mm -hmm. I think the double win is possible. Yeah. And I think it's also just helpful just as we defined balance at the beginning of the episode, just understanding when you, when you hear this term hustle fallacy, uh, what we're saying is there's a belief attached to the fact that if I continue to in this sort of, you know, level 10 activity all the time, then I'm going to get further or closer to the area that I want to be in. So there's a belief attached to the activity of the hustle. Will you have times In your work or in your life where you have to put in some extra hours to get a certain project done and it feels like you're hustling. Yeah, absolutely. But you're not committing to the idea that you need to continue that sort of level 10 activity in your work because you're believing it's going to get get you closer to where you want to be in that realm of success faster. That's the fallacy part of it. Yes. In companies, in life, if, if you're a newborn parent, you're hustling to keep your baby <laughs> fed and alive and and thriving as a young person that just entered the world. But you know, as a young parent, that you you can only go so more so many hours without sleeping before you just cannot function. And so I think it was just important that we put that into context as well. Is you know, there's there are going to be some times where you have to do some work. You got to you know tie up the bootstraps and, and dig in. But you also know that that's only for. Um, a period of time to get a certain specific thing done or accomplished. And that's not the answer for you to get. It's not a pathway or an express to success itself. Yeah. Yeah. I think the empowering thing to end this point would be to get, to get off. You guys have talked about the hustle fallacy, sort of what culture to basically get off this current and you may not even be aware, Oh, I'm just a part of a current and I've, I've really given up my right to define what success looks like in my life. The start of achieving the double win is by defining what that is and recognizing that you get to create that definition and that definition can be multifaceted and it can be multidimensional and it doesn't just have to be 
success in work. And so I think that is, uh, you know, if you need a next step, Courtney mentioned the life score assessment. That's a great starting point to just illuminate, okay, let me take stock of my whole life and use that as a launching point to define, well, what will success mean to me? What do I really, where do I really want to be in three years or in five years or in 20 years? And then dial it back to, okay, what does that mean for what's important in this season? Because maybe in this season, yeah, if you just had a baby, guess what? Your life's not going to look balanced. It's not. You know, you're not going to see your friends every night, you know, to go out for drinks, right? Um, at least I hope not. <laughs> but so, ba- but you'll get balance in the long run and all the benefits that come from that when you catch a vision for what does the double win look like for me? And, uh, you know, recognizing that it, it truly is possible. So the good news is you don't have to choose between success in one area of life at the expense of another. You can decide to flip the narrative because life is multifaceted. All of your life domains are important and you can get the double win. When you do, you'll see growth in all areas. You'll feel more whole and begin to enjoy the gift of life in all its facets. Courtney Blake, any final thoughts for our focus on these listeners? You know, I think we start a lot of our episodes saying happy Monday. And we've, we talk about a lot of tools that kind of give you that sense of like going into Monday as like, oh, I'm excited to be going into a Monday because again, culturally, that's not necessarily always the case. You know, there's a lot of Sunday scaries out there, a lot of like, you know, like, oh gosh, what am I about to get into for the week? And I really think this topic specifically helps lead to a happy Monday. I think when we have this winning at work and succeeding at life, you know, the ability to win in multiple domains, that's when we go into a Monday feeling like I'm excited about Monday. I'm happy. This is a happy Monday. And I think it's when we fall for that hustle fallacy that Monday is drudgery. You know, it's just starting all over again. And so I think that's my final word on that is like, you know, if you're still looking for that recipe of having a happy Monday, you know, like maybe this is the piece you're missing. Well, thank you for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the Internet. So please Share it with your friends and don't forget to join us in our full focus planet community right there on Facebook. We'll be here next week with another great episode. But until then, stay Stay focused. 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 (laughs) If you're a coach, aspire to be a coach or want to use your influence to help other people achieve the double win, then you have to listen up. We're hosting a brand new, completely free webinar called Land More Coaching Clients transform lives, and stand out in a crowded market. Five impactful lessons from a seven-figure coach. The title says it all. Come join Michael Hyatt and Marissa to learn how to help others succeed. You've already gotten incredible feedback on the impact of this content. And if you know and love the Full Focus Planner, then you're already a step ahead. To register, go to fullfocus.co slash lessons. That's fullfocus.co slash lessons.